And welcome to the third UpaWeb Poetry Foundation podcast, all avant-garde, all the time, where we reveal for you some of the deeper and hidden audio treasures that lurk in the archives of UbuWeb. UbuWeb can be found at ubu.com. In this podcast, we'll be exploring the archives of Aspen Magazine with a particular emphasis on the audio recordings available there. Little John Lennon lost his hospital bed yesterday. We're listening to Yoko Ono and her flexi disc that was included in the British issue of Aspen 7, entitled No Bed for Beetle John. Published ten times between 1965 and 1971, Aspen billed itself as the first three-dimensional magazine. Most issues arrived in a notebook-sized box that were stuffed with articles and that had been printed individually and assembled rather than stapled together. Aspen Magazine was conceived by Phyllis Johnson, who was a former editor for Women's Wear Daily and Advertising Age. And while she was skiing in Aspen, Colorado, she got the idea for a multimedia magazine that was designed by artists and that would showcase uh, the great culture of her day. She said, we wanted to get away from the bound magazine format, which is really quite restrictive, and that she did. Uh, the first two issues of Aspen Magazine were mostly uh, Phyllis Johnson trying to get on her feet, but by number three, she came up with a formula and uh, hired Andy Warhol and uh, David Dalton to put together the pop art issue. And in 1966, uh, with a big fab color, the pop art issue was launched. Included uh, with issue three, a uh, very rare track by John Cale and the Velvet Underground entitled Loop, which goes on for seven minutes and 14 seconds with uh, machine noises feedback and tape echo. The year of 1967 saw the McLuhan issue, Aspen number four, designed by Quentin Fiore. It was a basically trying to uh, do a magazine replication of McLuhan and Fiore's work at the time. Included in that was a poster-sized mosaic images from the pages of The Medium is the Massage by McLuhan and Fiore. Included in the issue was a couple of modern music pieces, and uh, this is from the Once Group out in uh, the Midwest, Robert Ashley, Gordon Muma, and George Cacioppo. It's called Horn, a coulisse from antiquity in the guise of an Auger Trouvé. Now, I can't see that crisis any longer means a climax, unless we are willing to grant that every breath of wind has a climax, which I am. But then that obliterates climax being a surfeit of such, 
And we are listening to Merce Cunningham, reading in 1952, an essay that he wrote called Space, Time, and Dance. And since our lives, both by nature, by the newspapers, are so full of crisis that one is no longer aware of it, then it is clear that life goes on regardless. Climax is for those who are swept by New Year's Eve. This is all part of the largest and most important issue of Aspen Magazine, number five and six, the minimalism issue, which is just packed uh, with seemingly endless amounts of incredible audio of the day. This was edited and designed by Brian O'Doherty, also known as Patrick Ireland, and was put out in the fall and winter of uh, 1967. This is Morton Feldman, the King of Denmark, which was performed and realized by percussionist and sound artist Max Newhouse. Morton Feldman says that this recording should be played at very low volume so that you almost don't hear it. Only the words break the silence. All other sounds have ceased. If I were silent, I'd hear nothing. But if I were silent, the other sounds would start again. Those to which the words have made me deaf or which have really ceased. But I am silent. It sometimes happens. No, never. Not one second. And you're listening to a 1958 recording of Samuel Beckett's Text for Nothing, number eight, read by the actor Jack McGowan. But I speak softer, every year a little softer, perhaps slower too, every year a little slower, perhaps it is hard for me to judge. If so, the pauses would be longer between the words, the sentences, the syllables, the tears. I confuse them, words and tears. This my gentleman words, is a death tears. dwarf, as you can my see, manipulated by remote control. In this issue, they really had their finger on the pulse of exactly what was going on at the time. And what was going on at the time also included people like William S. Burroughs. I got orgasms, I got screams. I got all the images any hit poet ever shit out. My power's coming, my power's coming, my power's coming. He goes into a faith healer routine, rolling his eyes and frothing at the mouth. And I got millions and millions and millions, millions of images. There are almost... Nine minutes of Burroughs' reading from Nova Express, which had just been written in 1965, and we're hearing an excerpt from This Gentleman is a Death Dwarf. Also, Burroughs uh, talks about Mr. Bradley and Mr. Martin. All right, you hick sheriffs. I'll cook you all down to decorticated canine preparations. You'll never get the apomorphine formula in time. Never, never, never. Caustic, white-hot saliva drips from his teeth. The smell of phosphorus fills the room. 
This was not just an American magazine. And there were uh, international literary movements being represented, particularly uh, in this issue by Alain Roque-Grier. And uh, there's an excerpt from 1957 of roque reading from uh, Jealousy. roque Hymn of Nouveau, Roman, Fame. La dépression a été défrichée ici sur la plus grande partie de sa largeur. Il ne reste plus à l'heure actuelle qu'un liseré de brousse d'une trentaine de mètres au bord du plateau, lequel se raccorde au flanc de la vallée par un arrondi sans crête ni cassure rocheuse. No, there is nothing wrong with your MP3 player. In fact, this is John Lennon playing with his radio. A very rare piece called Radio Play. Eight minutes of John twiddling the AM radio dial, and having conversations of a mundane nature with Yoko Ono in the room. This is from the fantastic Aspen Number 7, the British issue that was edited by Mario Amaya and published by Aspen Magazine in the uh, spring and summer of 1970. Don't forget to look at the Lennon Diary from 1961, uh, which was written every single day for the year by uh, John Lennon of his mundane activities. I won't tell you what they are, but it's item number eight, and you can go see those for yourself. There's also marvelous concrete poetry by Ian Hamilton Finlay and concrete poetry by John Furnival. And finally, some drawings by David Hockney, the swinging London British issue, issue number seven of Aspen Magazine. The hatchlings journey whose courses a mist have found their way to the One knows where the turtles go. See. Turtles. No one knows where the turtles The hatchlings. Turtles. Journey. They embark Young upon a... turtles. And you're listening to Young Turtle Asymmetries by Jackson McClough, a chance-generated poem for five simultaneous readers that was published in the Aspen Number 8, the Fluxus issue, in the fall and winter of 19... 70 to 1971, edited by conceptual artist Dan Graham and designed by Fluxus boss George Michunas. Fluxus, a very loose and broad genre, was a group of artists that gathered together in the early 60s and made a performance-based anti-art. Instead of making permanent objects, their practice was based on ephemeral objects, performances, music, writing. It was truly an interdisciplinary field that vanished almost as quickly as the objects they made, and that was completely intentional. They embark upon a, a journey. Water. Also included in the audio section of the Fluxus issue is Lamont Young's Drift Study. 31-1-69. As always with Lamont Young, his real title is much longer. The title 
for this is notes on continuous periodic composite sound waveform environment realizations. And there's a full essay on exactly what Lamont Young was up to and his thinking behind this track called Drift Study 311169 from Aspen, number eight. You can also find a musical score by Philip Glass, a uh, three music for two voices in place of a lecture by poet David Anton and visual artist Eleanor Anton, uh, other great non-Fluxus-related but visual artists that are featured in this issue include Richard Serra, Robert Smithson, and Ed Ruscha, all under the rubric of the Fluxus issue from 1971 Aspen Magazine. And you're listening to some hippie psychedelic music which was part of the audio portion of Aspen Number 9, The Psychedelic Issue. This is The Joyous Lake and is headlined by uh, Angus McLeese, who was the original drummer for The Velvet Underground. And this issue was completely dedicated to psychedelics. It was edited by Angus and Hetty McLeese and was published by Aspen Magazine in the winter and spring of 1971. Included in this were great psychedelic artists such as uh, Ira Cone and Bill DeVore, you can see photographs uh, that have now become very famous from Ira Cone's uh, invasion of the Thunderbolt Pagoda. There are drawings in the Mayan-style glyphs by Amon de Soleil's and poems. You've got uh, uh, perforated sheets of gummed stamps printed with color photographs of what else? Female nudes? Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It was Benno Friedman uh, with westerns predating Richard Prince's appropriation practices, a poetry sheet with poetry and psychedelic lyrics by Gerard Malanga and Nikki Grand, Harvey Conan, John Kale. Aspen Magazine was truly ahead of its time. Although many of the figures at the time were completely unknown, the editors had their finger on the pulse of what was happening and turned out to be a completely accurate picture of what the avant-garde of the 1960s looked like. Extremely prescient, and that's why it uh, resonates so well with us today. The issues themselves are absolutely rare. They uh, can sell for tens of thousands of dollars. They're rarely found today outside of museum libraries and dusty flea market bins. But fortunately, Uberweb was able to have the entire run of the magazine digitized for us by a San Francisco book dealer who, in fact, had copies of all of them and spent five years uh, converting all of the paper issues onto the web. And uh, it's absolutely beautifully and convincingly done. Of course, there's nothing like the original, but unless you've got some serious bucks... Aspen Magazine on Uberweb is going to have to do. And this has been all avant-garde all the time in the Poetry Foundation Uberweb podcast. You can find all you need to know about Aspen Magazine and Uberweb at ubu.com. <laughs> <laughs>